KPBS On Demand is supported by MaraCal Design and Remodeling, helping homeowners with their home remodeling needs. From ADUs to custom kitchen remodels and room additions, MaraCal Design and Remodeling designs and builds your dream home. Learn more at trustyourhometous.com. Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Friday, April 28th. The Poway congregation attacked by a gunman four years ago is determined to move forward. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. Another setback for commuters who ride the train between here and Orange County. A landslide in San Clemente yesterday has again closed the tracks in the area. It's about two miles north of where the Orange County Transportation Authority is finishing construction work from the last landslide. Metrolink and Amtrak service will not be available between the two counties. It's unclear for how long, but the train tracks were not damaged. The San Diego City Attorney's Office wants the California Theater Building in downtown declared a public nuisance and to fine its owners up to $2,500 per day for each alleged violation of the city code. The 96-year-old theater located on C Street has been abandoned for more than 30 years. It was purchased by Caden Property Group in 2019, but reporting from the San Diego Union-Tribune says the building was put up for sale last year. The city attorney's office says police have been called to the building 68 times since 2019 for various crimes, and the building has become a hazard. The Padres and Giants are set to play a two-game series in Mexico City this weekend, marking MLB's first regular season trip to the Mexican capital. The games tomorrow and Sunday will be played at the home stadium of the Mexican Baseball League's Diablos Rojos. The stadium opened in 2019 and was built by and named after Padres minority owner Alfredo Harp Elu. This is the fourth time the Padres have played regular season games in Mexico, but this series will put them on the biggest stage they've ever been on in Mexico. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, a blend of computer science, statistics, and domain expertise. Learn more about University of California San Diego's online Master of Data Science program at omds.ucsd.edu. It's been four years since a gunman burst into the Chabad of Howe Synagogue and opened fire on the last day of Passover. Longtime member Lori Kay was killed and three others injured. Rabbi Mendel Goldstein was in the synagogue the day of the tragedy. He says he teaches his congregation the way to deal with anti-Semitism is to do good. And that's how we can outsmart anti-Semitism, realizing that we have so much to accomplish, so much more to bring to the world, and despite the darkness we may see and experience, one candle can push away all that darkness. Rabbi Goldstein says while he and his congregation mourn the loss of life, they are determined to move forward in faith. The Anti-Defamation League says anti-Semitic incidents in the U.S. rose 36% in 2022 compared to the previous year. A former Chula Vista resident was arrested earlier this week following an anti-Semitic incident that shocked the world. Here's more from iNews Source reporter Jill Castellano. In February, a message appeared on the Anne Frank House in Amsterdam claiming the diary of the Holocaust victim was a forgery. On Tuesday, police made an arrest in the case, a 41-year-old living in Poland. 
The man was former San Diego County resident Robert Wilson, extremism experts confirmed. He actually shared a video online this week of Polish officers coming to his house. I don't do anything illegal. My lawyer told me not to open. Wilson is a known neo-Nazi and member of the Goyam Defense League hate group. He fled to Poland last summer after being charged with a hate crime in San Diego. For KPBS, I'm iNews Source reporter Jill Castellano. iNews Source is an independently funded nonprofit partner of KPBS. The COVID pandemic impacted many people's mental health, especially children's. Education reporter M.G. Perez tells us about new state funding to support students and prevent suicides. The Wellness Room at Black Mountain Middle School in Rancho Penasquitos is the largest in the Poway Unified District. It's designed as a safe space for any of the 1,100 students on campus to stop by, take a break, and calm down when something upsetting happens. Erfan Esmaili is an 8th grade student who uses the room to talk things over with friends. Yeah, it's always good to talk to a friend because you know that you're not alone. You have people to talk to. The Wellness Room has tools and toys funded by a new $7 million state grant that will pay for mental health programs benefiting students at more than 400 schools across San Diego County in an effort to prevent and eliminate suicides. Heather Namore is the county grant coordinator offering guidance to school districts that need the support. And what the research shows is that school climate is very much connected to mental health and wellness for students. Mental health programs will be funded through the 2025 school year. M.G. Perez, KPBS News. If you or someone you know may be considering suicide, you can contact the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline at 988 anytime. Research at UCSD shows that bioengineering can extend the life of cells. SciTech reporter Thomas Fudge tells us what that means for human longevity. Nan Hao, a professor of molecular biology at UCSD, led the research. He says his team managed to re-engineer a gene circuit that guides cells to one of two cellular tracks that cause it to age and decline. So that the cell, following its direction, will keep changing between the two tracks and never get a chance to accelerate. The oscillation of the cell between the different biological aging tracks reduces damage and causes the cell to live longer. So far, Howe has tested this process on yeast cells. Human cells are next. He says the point is not to cause people to live longer, it's to reduce age-related diseases. And our goal really is to extend the healthy lifetime as much as possible. When asked if people with this therapy will live longer, healthy or not, he said, probably. Thomas Fudge, KPBS News. San Diego's road paving program known as Sexy Streets launched more than a year ago. As iNews Source reporter Crystal Niebla explains, some neighborhoods are seeing more progress than others. Mayor Todd Gloria said his Sexy Streets program would improve 54 miles in historically neglected neighborhoods. About half of the roads are either repaved or work is underway. But the sequence of paving was largely decided by contractors. 
Rancho Bernardo has seen the most miles paved so far, while other areas like Kearney Mesa haven't seen any work yet. Staff say crews are moving from north to south across the city and tackling some of the program's more simple projects first. Sexy Streets is still expected to wrap up by 2024. For KPBS, I'm iNewsource reporter, Crystal Niebla. iNewsource is an independently funded nonprofit partner of KPBS. Coming up, the 411 on the San Diego Book Crawl happening this weekend. We'll have that just after the break. KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org. It's that exciting time of year again for all book lovers. The San Diego Book Crawl is back for its sixth year, and this book crawl is expected to be bigger and better than ever. Joining me is KPBS arts producer and editor, Julia Dixon-Evans. Welcome back to the podcast, Julia. Hi, Debbie. Thanks for having me. Well, first and foremost, uh, what is a book crawl? Well, it started six years ago, and it started because one of the employees at the library shop, which is the little bookstore and gift store inside of the Central Library downtown, she had been going to the San Diego Knitting Crawl, and they all looked at each other and said, we should do this, but for books. So it's kind of like that where you travel from store to store throughout the county, participating bookstores. It's also kind of like a pub crawl, but just for books. <laughs> and they started with seven bookstores back then, but now there's 13 Um that's because San Diego has added so many more independent bookstores in the years since. And basically anyone can participate. You go from bookstore to bookstore and they have a little passport and you can get stamps from however many stores you're available to visit. So, Julia, you mentioned the independent bookstores. Uh, tell us a little bit about the new ones. Right. Two new bookstores, in fact, just popped up in San Diego this last year alone. There's Meet Cute, which is a romance bookstore in North Park, and then Joyride Bookshop, which started as, as this mobile book truck, this little mini truck that drove around. And now it has a permanent storefront in Liberty Station, and they're soon going to take over the gift shop in the new Children's Museum, turning that into another special bookshop. Susie Horn, who is one of the co-owners, said that they want children to find stories there that are new to them and get them curious and build empathy. But they also want children to find representation. We want all children who come to our store to be able to see themselves, their family, their culture reflected on our shelves. We believe that children deserve that. And, you know, another reason why I think the book crawl has grown is there's also this growing need that readers, they want to connect with these smaller local indie booksellers, maybe because there's so much content out there in the world that when we step into one of these really well curated bookstores, it just is so easy to find something to love. 
I understand this year they're also adding an author ambassador, Liz Huerta. Tell us about Liz. Right. Her book came out last year. It's called The Lost Dreamer, and it just came out in paperback. It is inspired by Mesoamerican culture. It's a fantasy novel and follows these women who are dreamers. They can see more than reality. And I asked one of the owners of Lula Lula Books about Liz because that bookstore have has been such champions of her work. Um, Jesse Gutierrez said that Liz Huerta has created something magical. Being from a brown, Chicana, um, indigenous, queer author that's in my total alignment with our kind of our representation and our ideology as a shop and our space. Um, and then to top it off, like the beautiful cherry, of course, is that the book is phenomenal. So, Julia, are there any perks and prizes to this? There are. Uh, and the first store that you stop in, you'll pick up one of the special edition passports. And then when you spend $10 at any of the bookstores in the crawl, you get a stamp on your passport. And the more stamps you get, the more prizes you can get. There's a custom sticker and tote bag designed by Amanda Bernal from Burn All Books. There is an enamel pin that is always designed by artist Susie Garamani. There's even a special champion's mug if you buy something from all 13 bookstores, probably because you're going to need extra coffee to finish all of those books you just bought. So how do we navigate to all these bookstores? So it runs tomorrow through Monday, but not all of the stores are open every day. Some of them are closed Sunday, some of them are closed Monday. And we have a map on our website with all of the hours for each store. And author ambassador Liz Horta will be doing a bunch of signings at, at various points along the crawl. And we have that scheduled too. So you can plan your crawl around those special events as well. I've been speaking with KPBS's Julia Dixon-Evans. It was a pleasure speaking with you, Julia. Thanks for joining us on the San Diego News Now podcast. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Debbie. You too. That's it for the podcast today. This podcast is produced by KPBS senior producer Brooke Ruth and producer Emmalyn Mohebi. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. KPBS On Demand is supported by Under the Sun Foundation, presenting the Candlewood Arts Festival in Borrego Springs featuring temporary public art projects that engage community and place. March 23rd. More at candlewoodartsfestival.org.